The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. John, how are you, brother? Very good, Chris. It's great to be with you today. Thanks so much for having me. You know, I'm a, I'm a songwriter here in Nashville, um, and a lot of people don't know that. And I was trying to get in co-writes. We do a lot of co-writing. I was trying to get co-writes started at eight in the morning, nine in the morning, and I, I, I had no chance of doing it. So I know what you're saying, but I'm an early bird. I love I love the early starts to a day. Uh, John, first off, congratulations on, on your channel, Inspired. Um spirituality understanding the game that's in play i i think it's been a big a big thing uh for both of us i would say so you know it's um we we kind of don't you know we do talk basically if you want to use three words buzzwords that we always use to describe the channel is truth authenticity and freedom right so and that's that's a big field that's almost everything that you could possibly talk about so but it's all spiritually grounded and rooted in in a real authentic conne- connection and relationship with the creator. And basically all all roads either lead to that or they lead away from that, right? Depending on what path someone's on. So we're, we're just inspired, uh, no pun intended, to inspire people to be on that path to either create or intensify that relationship because all, all good things come from that. I firmly believe that. And so, you know, um, uh, some people find this through exposing what's been going on in politics and they go deeper. Some people find this by, uh, you know, because their health dictates it or, or, or the absence of health. So there's so many ways to get there. And, um, you know, we, we kind of love the idea that it doesn't have to get extremely bad in your life before you begin that journey so that's why we're here and when people find us and connect with us uh, i hope they can feel that john i'd love to ask you about that because i'd love to ask you what you know is this for everyone we've had a channel now we've had it for four years i'm consistently banging my drum to say folks you're missing out on the good stuff you watch all the conspiracy stuff and the scaremongering and the world's going to end tomorrow. And it's all about the Bushes and the Bidens and the Illuminati. And yet you're kind of like missing the simplest podcast. Like I might chat with a guy. I mean, I chatted with a guy the other day, Sean Conway. He's just completed 105 Ironmen. That's Ironman triathlons. Yeah, I, I know the Ironman, yeah. 105 days. Incredible. It's like get into this guy's mindset. Why has he got such a love for life? How does he develop this massive belief in himself? But quite often it's, no, we want to watch a, you know, a podcast about COVID. And, <laughs> and so let me just start, Jean, by asking you, how, 
what was your kind of wake up point or were you always awake? Um, I saw something about you sleep sleeping in your truck. Is, did that have <laughs> some bearing on it? Well, I think the the awakening happens in stages. It's kind of like peeling the, the layers of an onion, right? You don't just magically have the full picture. But I will say this, I was never successfully fully programmed. There was some sort of resistance inside of me. Um, a rebellion towards what I was being told and shown. So I never got the full uh, encoding, you know. So basically for me, waking up, I mean, just consciously, I remember questioning things as a child, just the status quo or the explanations. And I, w- I was the why kid, right? In school, I would say, why? Why? <laughs> you know, why? And w- that wasn't very popular, but I didn't care. And so I remember vividly, I was 14 years old and I read a novel by John Grisham. And in that particular novel, he described how a presidential campaign uh, in the United States could work, right? How someone was blackmailed because of their sexual preferences and how they were put in position. And to me, it was just like, yeah, that this is how it works. It was a novel, but I had no, absolutely no, uh, you know, illusion that it was any different. If anything, it, it, it was worse. And so, pretty much from that point on forward, I was, I became an active researcher rather than, you know, just that kind of questioning part of me I was really actively researching, studying uh, world events, connections. Why does it feel off weird? And then, you know, I also had simultaneously some beautiful spiritual energetic experiences. And that was always the part that was accompanying it all. Sometimes I was, like you say, too focused on you know, on the on the 3D reality stuff. But, you know, I, I think people need to go through that because there's so much to um, unlearn, right? I mean, there's so much programming to deprogram. And unless you understand, I always say that, you know, truth is the, the things that really set you free, but you have to be willing to go there and actually look at it. But then what do you do with it, right? So what is, what is the answer? Once you've figured out these things, what is the answer, the solution forward? And I don't think you can answer that question in your life for yourself unless you have a real spiritual connection, because that's what that's where the higher stuff comes through, right? That's where life purpose comes through. That's where inspired ideas come through. That's where so much of what life is really about comes through. Otherwise, we're just going to jump from one subject to the next, and and the solutions aren't there. The solutions aren't to be found where the problems were created. They never are. So um, this is kind of where where it started for me. And, you know, my wife and I have been on this journey together now for decades. And so, um, you know, she's she's kind of like she was kind of like me, never fully programmed, always questioned the narrative. And she came up from, you know, she came to it with a more feminine uh, perspective, of course, uh, wanting and desiring to help people heal, heal their spirits, their psyche, their bodies. And so um, this is where the inspired journey then kind of began. It's it's basically a a culmination of both our paths and and now creating this you know for the for the public, if you will. Before it was more private. Yeah, you made a good point, John, about um, the waking up is something I think that people have to go through. We we've seen a lot of waking up this last three years, right? I think the cer- certain narratives in play um, have they've woken up people up, but then I think people get woken up into quite an angry state. 
could you explain for our audience what what's the difference between being awake and realizing you know something's not quite right in the narrative and being enlightened enlightenment is a huge word right i mean in you know we we talk about things like meditation we talk about things like enlightenment they're very intimidating because people have all these connotations and and images and it makes it non-accessible for a lot of people so mm. you know what w- enlightenment basically if, if you want to break it down it's it is immersing yourself in truth i mean that's you know enlightenment is truth right so truth in and of itself doesn't have um negative or positive and truth just is right how you interpret it how you perceive it and how it plays out in your reality might give you a perception of positivity or negativity. And I really don't think that anyone is fully awake, right? I mean, I've, I've had these conversations with David Icke when we have our interviews, and he's always humbly saying we're all awakening, right, at different stages. Um, so if you consider this a journey rather than a destination, that's a first wonderful step, right? But um if you if you want to take enlightenment to the next step is like I said earlier is where does it all originate from you know where where does everything originate from you know people believe today a lot of people actually believe that things like uh, this phone here and this computer and the technology that we're using it was created by um, intelligent designers right they have no doubt about it they said well there's all these very smart Silicon Valley people and they create this technology and blah blah. But then they look at this beautiful, you know, and I'm not referring to my beauty, but this beautiful creation that is, for example, the human body, that is nature. And then they say, oh, no, that's just ran- that just randomly happened. That that was just a random series of events over billions of years. And, and, and it's so illogical. It's so irrational and sad. So if you can overcome this bullshit, then you have to ask yourself, what could possibly have inspired such a creation and and a a perfect system unless we mess with it and what could have inspired something that we perceive as love in our lives and as beauty and joy and then you got to ask yourself what kind of creator might that be it's uh, here's a hint it's not it's not the god that most religions talk about that's that's a whole different level and and this can you can only begin answering these questions when you go within there's no nothing outside of you that will answer that for you you can help yourself be out in nature, be close to a body of water, whatever does it for you. But you ultimately you have to close your eyes to see, really. And so uh, this is, I believe, the journey that most people are so distracted from because there's always more information. There's always more knowledge. But if if you're seeking something that is, you know, something like peace or harmony uh, or even just, you know, being quiet you have to go within and that requires a certain kind of discipline and showing up for yourself because it doesn't happen just magically at the first time you try it usually takes a while to learn how to um let's say ignore your senses and tap into something deeper and so i believe that's where you you really infuse yourself into a whole different space a space that you actually originated from and once that connection begins to happen you see life differently you 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 also don't look at all these events that you mentioned earlier and all these dark entities and look at them with fear. You just see them for what they are 
and you see yourself for what you are, you notice the differences and then you apply yourself to your reality in a, in a much different way. And that that's a journey I hope that more and more people are willing to take because I believe that's where the solutions are. Do you think it's... Um, so I, I guess what we're talking here is depending on people's you know preferred terminology it's developing a like a two-way con conduit to you call it the creator some might call it god i call it universe but it's um it's cutting through the bs and it's yeah. it's it's seeing the reality in life yeah and and you know to to the all that is, to God, the creator, the universe, the name doesn't matter. You know, that that's mm. that's language to it does not matter. Language is is but a crutch, really, for us humans to, you know, um maybe overcome these differences. But I don't think language is the best form of communication, anyways, right? How often have you been with you know with a in a room with someone and, and you knew they were using language to bullshit you? You could you could see right through it or another in another situation, you were in a room with someone and not much was spoken, yet so much was communicated. So there's, you know, language gets in the way of that. But I, I you know, that that is basically what you just described. That's the essence is this realm here. It's full of deception. I mean, you know, the, the great enlightened masters of the past, they call this the Maya or the space of illusion. So. As much as we exist in this 3D reality, we're not of it. And and ultimately, it's not where we land. It's how we navigate through it that might matter. And what we do while we're here that might matter. Um, but I, I just don't think that you can really uh, perceive the true meaning of life unless you have that connection. And, and I want to say intuition, if you really tune in, that's probably part of that communication, right? You hear things, you you uh, perceive things in any given situation how do you how how is it possible that a thought that has never been in your mind before something you've never thought before all of a sudden occurs and it it might be the answer to a, a problem or to a question you've been having where does that come from where where does that all of a sudden come from or you're in a situation and you have a split second to make the right choice and you know exactly what to do where does that come from I mean, you know, there are so many beautiful examples of that happening in people's life, synchronicities, where um, where people think of something, it appears in their reality. Uh, and, you know, beginning to not just believe in that, but actually play with that. I think it's it's a wonderful first step. But yes, if if you want to cut through the bullshit, I think that's the only way. Is it for everyone? I know it's a complex question, but and also if it is for everyone, there's clearly can we call them dark forces that don't want people to access they want to keep you in your lower self you know your animal self your your ego self they don't want you to make that high connection hence your pop music and your you know like a strong hollywood narrative and the obviously mainstream media is a is is a big one keeps people talking about stuff that ultimately isn't really gonna you know isn't really gonna get you anywhere I think our whole world has been designed to do exactly what you said, to keep people in a certain state of being, right? At a certain frequency. 
because, you know, when you go into and there's, you know, you can measure this stuff, by the way, right? There is a scale and that scale begins very low with all the primal survival instincts. And it is, you know, it's anything from fear and worry, lust, uh, greed is down there, anger. And then you you start moving up the ladder, right? Some, you know, then you go to neutrality somewhere in the middle and then you go even further up contentment and, and gratitude and joy and love and, and eventually bliss. So if here's a, a simple question and your viewers and our viewers, you know, they're very aware of this, but for people who might've never thought about this, how come that if you look at the pop culture today, if you look at the entertainment culture today, if you look at the literature that is being pushed on people, everything that's mainstream and pushed on people, how come it never inspires any of these feelings above the neutrality line if anything it moves to that line and below right but it usually all the entertainment is aimed at it's all murder it's all uh, uh jealousy it's all these uh lower frequency emotions and it's exactly for those reasons because when people are kept there they're in a state of fear and they're susceptible to the programming that comes through okay if you're if you're scared well here's what you need to do and so this is where this has been the game for eons here. And, you know, and now on a scale like probably we haven't seen in a very long time, people are breaking through that. You know, there's something that is inspiring them to to go where they've never been before. And, and, and you know, they they starting to turn off certain things and turn on other things in their lives. They're starting to think about other things and and having the courage to see it through. Right. And so that's why a lot of times, you know, I feel like what we're doing and what we're talking about, it, it seems almost like repetition, like, like a broken record, but Hey, you know how often people said to me, thank, thank you so much for saying this over and over again. It finally hit me. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do whatever I'm inspired to do and talk about what I'm inspired to talk about. Uh, because eventually it does come through. Does it come through for everyone? I don't think so. See, I, you know, I, in in my observation, we have in this reality something you might call backdrop people or NPCs, and there's plenty of terms, non-player characters. I don't think they have this capability. They have a different purpose of being here. And and there are certain and this is just my opinion, right? There are certain entities that I observe and their their level of evil and wickedness is just so off the charts that I don't see I don't see how they could ever swing back and but that doesn't mean it's impossible it's just i can't see it um but there is a i think a critical mass and the critical mass is not 50 percent. it's not 51 percent. critical mass is much much lower we're talking in a single percentile um field here and if that critical mass really moves and this is the, the whole idea is to move your baseline up and up and up right so when when a bad day used to be crying and depression and whatever and you work on yourself and your journey every day you move that baseline up to where a bad day simply means well you're not having too much fun that's still okay so the idea is to move that frequency baseline in your life up so basically your dominant state of being is one of ease flow joy which i believe is our natural state of being anyways and so when when enough people move the baseline up the frequency in this realm goes up on average. 
And that's how we solve this on a, on a much bigger scale. You know, it's, it's not going to be through war. It's not going to be through uh, the, the, the old idea of fighting. On, on some levels, battles might be a part of it. But I, I do think that is the key point here is to raise our, our, our baseline so high that these entities, they, they can never reach that, these entities of darkness. When the next, I mean, they're already talking about another set of lockdowns and, you know, the awake people will be up in arms. And what is their actual best course of action? Say no. <laughs> you know, there's there's really two, there's two things you can say to any given question in life. It's either yes or no. So, you know, we said no from the beginning the first time around and we just didn't participate. We just didn't play. And it's like, okay, there's a game. You know, somebody blew the whistle, the game starts. Now, are you going to play or not? Right? Everybody can make that choice. And if if the narrative had been true, those who didn't play should be dead by now. But we're all here. We're all doing well. We're all kicking. We're all in, in, in great health, m- much better than those who said yes. So now that we know all these things that we've learned and, and experienced and seen, and it can't be unseen even for those who are just watching the mainstream. There's plenty of that. Um, plenty of the game has been exposed on mainstream as well. So why would you say yes? And what happens if a critical mass once again says no? What are they going to do? Who's going to force you on the field? See, there's there's this perception. It's an it's a perception that you can be forced to do anything. Because apparently people believe there's there are human beings or beings on this earth who have more authority over your life than you do. And 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 they've been programmed into believing that it makes no sense, right? So and if you just if you just think about it in and you need the security of numbers, what happens if in a village something is imposed, some sort of mandate or whatever they call it? And the people just say no. A hundred people say no. A hundred people just live their lives like they did yesterday. What's going to happen? The, you know, the, the, in, in, in a very short period of time, they'll have to stop it. Because when people say no, that's the, the word has been spoken and the energy has been sent out. And I think more people are realizing what that really means because they're seeing it has an effect. And when you stand in your truth, that's a whole, just using a word is one thing, but standing in your truth, meaning you you actually mean it with all of your being, you're right. You you are not just saying it; you're convinced. You have conviction, the power of conviction. Well, then, whoever tries to impose something on you gets scared because conviction is scary for them. They don't really have that. They just have orders. They just have power trips. They're low low vibrational uh, states. But if you have a high vibrational conviction state, that's very powerful. It, it creates a field of intimidation for those who can't access that. And I've seen it over and over again. And then there's another factor, too, that the the imposing side is realizing they're, they have been affected, too. They have been uh, exposed to the negative effects of these impositions as well. Their families have been, their parents have been, their grandparents. So they've seen over the last three and a half years all the negative effects that came to their homes and their families that that didn't you know just stay unnoticed these people know now and fewer people will be willing to do the, the to do the imposing if you will so i think we're 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 working with a whole new dynamic here 
Do you think the, uh, I'm just going to use the word cabal. I have a specific sort of insight into, uh, let's just call it the the, the network. Um, but if we just use the word cabal, do you think they've overplayed their hand with the last three years? Uh, is that fair to say? Massively, massively. So, you know, if, you you're you you have your podcast and <clears throat> i assume you've done a number of projects in your life now if you have a 10 year plan for something and for various reasons you need to launch within 2 years rather than 10 years how much of your preparation is going to fall short how much of what you need is not going to be there how much of you know you're and this is what happened, right? Something that wasn't supposed to happen in this particular way and 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 in this particular timeline apparently needed to happen much sooner and much faster. And this is where mistakes happen. This is where uh, you see things so clearly. And I believe this is exactly what happened. You know, they, they were behind in their timeline and they needed to act quicker because of uh, this awakening among the people. And really... What this, what what all this is about is either maintaining control over people's minds. These uh, the, the cabal, if you will, they they don't have any creative energy or creative power. That's what they're lacking. They can only copy things. They can only repeat, replicate, uh, but they they don't have human creativity. So they need to use this faculty in in us humans for their purposes. And that's why they project these images out there. And that's why people then absorb these images and walk with them and do the cabal's bidding by thinking those thoughts and envisioning those images. So what has happened is because of enough exposure, people have really started to take back their minds and their envisioning power and are starting to envision different futures. You know, they're, they're looking into a different future. And that's why... Um, you know, it, it's all becoming so obvious. And like you say, they 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 come too fast. They did overplay their hand. The the logic is missing from all of it. The sense is missing from all of it. The science is missing from all of it. So now, even those who are very invested in this programmed reality in this matrix are starting to see there's something terribly wrong here. And I think the senses for those who are very close to the mainstream is. You know, I, I'm not going to scream it, you know, off the rooftops here, but I'm just not going to participate. I'm sitting this one out. I'm, I'm going to just watch what happens, but I'm not, I'm not falling for it again. And that just might be enough to tip the scale. Yes. Yes. I'm like yourself, Jean, I, I, I didn't participate, but then in my favor, like I knew what was happening because I, I don't want to say the words because we get demonetized. We get our video demonetized every single time, but there were certain events that happened. Let's just say 20 years ago uh, in a country, yeah. pro probably not far away from you. And it kind of woke a load of us up. <laughs> you, you sort of have to be pretty kind of asleep or, uh, or in the matrix for it not to have woken you up. And so when this one come around, it's just all the same gameplay. And like you say, they seem, they seem to have this just one single way of 
uh, one mo we call it modus operandi in the military you know one one one, one mo exactly. and, and anyone that that threatens them that as soon as you get called anti this or anti that it's like they're sig they're signaling that this this person is on the right tracks <laughs> um so uh, how for, for for people listening then um I mean, I guess it's a difficult one because, like we say, you know, starting to awaken and realize that the that you've essentially been born into a control system, and then I call it escaping because even I, I think awake people are still in the matrix uh, simply because they're quite angry and they're trying to use all the structures that they've been born with and grown up with to change the situation they're like right we can just get to this guy biden let's get this trump guy back in e everything will be f and you're kind of like it's you know it's not until you transcend this uh th this 3d reality that um that you're going to get the results you're looking for which is the peace of mind we i call it paradise but how do we help people on this journey john can, can you help people i mean if there's people watching now are they just going to go a lot? Are they going to take their first steps because this makes sense to them? Do they need specific instructions? Or is it that just like maybe they just don't care? They probably haven't even watched this far in the podcast. Well, you know, that's a multi-layered question. And I don't think there's one single answer for everybody. But there's a there's one particular program that needs to be overridden in, in almost everybody on Earth today. And that program is that the solutions for the problems, shortcomings, pains, scarcity, whatever it is in your life, are outside of you. This this is the greatest uh, trick that's ever been played on people. And, and that's why you keep a political system that, to the largest extent, I won't say in its totality, because there's always shining lights everywhere, but a political system that, depending on where you live, um, gives you the same circus show every four years. And the same show is, here are all your problems. And here's the person who's going to fix them for you. If you only vote for them, they're going to fix all your problems. And then it turns out they're not fixing your problems. But it's not just because they are there for something completely different, like most politicians are. It's because they don't have the power to fix your problems. Because they don't have the power over your life. And just because they push a few buttons and, and the gas price might come down or well, that doesn't fix fundamentally what maybe happened to you. We are we are, collectively speaking, a traumatized society. We live in traumatized ways. And most people have experienced some sort now even intense trauma. We have multi-generational trauma. No politician in the world can heal that for you. It's a it's it's understanding I am stuck in patterns in my life. I keep coming to the same uh, end of the road and I keep experiencing the same shit and I keep having the same relationships. How often have you seen that in your life that and I want to use an example here because it usually happens in this dynamic that there is a woman who goes through life having five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten relationships and all are abusive. Right. And and you go okay. What is the common, what what is the common theme here? It 
there's something that is deeply hurt in the soul and spirit in the psyche of that woman that keeps her attracting these kind of men and relationships into her life. Now, this sounds horrible because they're going to say it's my fault. That's not how I look at this. I look at what can we do so that this pattern is broken up and that whatever caused it is healed. And so if we don't claim responsibility for the shit that we experience in our lives, we'll never get to experience the beauty in our lives, right? And so that responsibility is first understanding no matter who did this to me, whatever was done to me, I'm the only one who can heal it. That is an important key factor. And so then you go, well, how can we do that, right? Today, thankfully, more and more people have been inspired to learn um, rituals and techniques and, and, and practices that go deeper and that allow people to actually heal the source of their trauma. There's wonderful practitioners out there. Um, our daughter is, is just in the finishing uh, stages of becoming a journey practitioner, thejourney.com. I encourage everyone to look it up. It's a wonderful technique uh, for deep trauma healing. And so the main message is we have to re take responsibility for our own lives again, for the good, the bad, and the ugly. And once we do that, we start um, solving one problem after the other. And then we begin to realize that no entity, no other human being outside of us can have control over us again because we've claimed full responsibility like it was intended to be. We were never meant to depend on others, political systems or anything like that for the fulfillment of our life's desires ever. But what will happen, and here's my, my prediction, if you will, when more and more people heal and are whole again, that will be represented in the leadership that we see in political positions. You know, It will not reflect the the collective trauma anymore it will reflect the collective health wholeness and i think that's how we can also empower ourselves to see that we truly are the solution one soul at a time one spirit at a time you heal your life and this has a ripple effect on the whole and this is where people can step out of this idea that we have to wait for another two years for some political change to happen for some betterment to start it's not true it starts with each and every one of us. And I say this as someone who has rejected this idea and who in, in difficult situations in my life, I've looked at everybody else who might be responsible for solving the shit in my life until I hit rock bottom and I realized there was no one else to do it. So I did receive the help. I asked for it, but I did receive it. And that's also something that happens once people make that choice and really say, I want to heal. The help appears. It's it's. It's a universal law. Let's talk about your 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 channel. Um, you mentioned David. I've uh, had the pleasure of meeting David and his son Gareth. Um, who have you been your your sort of interesting guests? Who who have you enjoyed hosting the most? Oh my goodness! I mean, we're um, the beautiful thing is that we only host people we really love and have have been watching and listening. But there's there's so many, of course, uh, the Ike family, David Ike's been on three or four times. Gareth Ike's been on three or four times. We had Kathy O'Brien, um, MK Ultra survivor and government yes. whistleblower. She's become a dear friend. Dr. Christian Northrup, um, such an inspiration for millions of people. Also, 
and, and this is what happens a lot of times is that we'll have people on for an interview and a friendship develops, uh, you know, Max Egan, and he's just been, we're going to air this in a few days has been on, um, you know, Frank Jacob. I don't know if you're familiar with Frank Jacob, but he's been on our channel plenty of times, such an inspiring filmmaker, such a beautiful view on life. Um, you know, and, and very diverse. We had Vedic astrologer, Joni Petrie, um, we had recently Greg Braden on, you know, whom I've been, whose books I've been reading for a very long time, Christine and I, my wife and I, and following. And and so, man, the list is the list is pretty long. We're we're very blessed like that. And uh, these conversations, you know, have inspired, thankfully, now millions of people. And it's the you know the, the beautiful thing really is that through most of these conversations and interviews, if you really look at them, they're saying very similar things in different ways. And this is why I always say I'm, you know, I might not be the right person. I might not have the right words for everybody. I'm, I'm not even trying to, but there's maybe we can bring someone on whom you resonate with, right? Maybe it's their voice. Maybe it's their words. Maybe it's their spirit, whatever it is. And, and so the messages have been so consistent, especially over the last three years. It's like laser sharp. Everybody has the same, the same essence they're just bringing it in different ways. And that's also what, what confirms for me that this um, awakening is not just happening, it's happening exponentially. Um, so I'm, I'm just, while I'm speaking, I'm trying to rattle down a list of other wonderful, and I'm, for those who are watching and have been on our show, if I don't mention you, I apologize, but uh, I can't, let me, let me flip it. I can't think of an interview or a guest that I, you know, I regret uh, having had on. Not at all. We're, we're blessed like that. Yeah, sorry. It was a bit of an unfair question. What I meant was, let's talk about some great guests that you've had on. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, Dave, David Icke is one that people see a lot of and and hear a lot from in 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 our community and now, thankfully, in the mainstream. And um, I always say it's it's funny because you know when people finally catch up with what David Icke's been saying, he's moved on to greener pastures, and then the the common theme is oh. You know, I, I understand now what he said 10 years ago, but what he's saying now is just plain crazy. And in 10 years, they're going to catch up and say, well, you know, what he said in 2023, that was full on. It's it's the eternal David Icke game. But, um, you know, Greg Braden was a beautiful conversation just because he's I don't know how familiar you are with with Greg Braden. Yeah, I, I've, I've been watching his stuff recently. He really is kind of. um. Him and uh, Billy Carson really seem to be on the money with a with a lot of things. Well, you see, Greg comes. Um, if you've if you know if you'd read his books five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, he was always bridging science and spirituality. He was questioning history, but he was um, you know he was doing it in a, in a gentler way. He's like a gentle trailblazer, and and recently, at least in my perception, he's just been a little. Um, clearer on certain things and and like taking a stance and saying, hey, you know, we really shouldn't be doing this. Like AI, for example, that's just one of the themes in our channel is this uh, extreme takeover of artificial intelligence and this idea that we're going to merge with with uh, technology and become transhuman and that that's somehow a good thing. And it's so it's such a non-topic in the mainstream. You know, I remember. GMO used to be a topic. It was discussed. It was debated. It was, you know, there was there was public, political, and all kinds of debate around it. Today, 
this is the biggest revolution in, in eons and nobody's talking about it in the mainstream as if it's the most normal thing. So I really appreciate that all of our guests are are outspoken about this mm-hmm. and and they're all leaning and rooting for team humanity rather than team AI. Do you find with your guests, it's like generally we're all kind of in the same direction and then I'm just going to say some people buy into some quite radical theories and um, you have you have the YouTube sickness, huh? <laughs> is is that what it is? Uh, well, actually, yeah, the, it is. It, funny enough, YouTube of the the thing that I'm trying to say is YouTube are starting to flag people for it, which is kind of funny. But I, I was hinting at the shape of the uh, the shape of the Earth. I, I would say I think you know I I go I'm I'm much less dogmatic about it, right? I'm much less I I try to look at things and go, okay, it's it's part of mainstream. So it needs to be questioned. Everything in mainstream needs to be questioned. Mm. It doesn't mean everything is wrong because there's a principle of 80, 20, 70, 30, you know, 70% truth, 30% lies, whatever the principle is, but there's a, a, a game at work here. And I have never uh, in, in a physical sense left this realm or, or been high enough to make a, a, a determination Right. I, I've never been in, in a in a high altitude balloon. I've never been in what they call a spaceship. I've never left Earth, mm. if you will. So I have no way of knowing. Then again, you know, we, we might be confronted with a, some sort of simulation or grid. And then the question of the shape would really be less interesting than rather what is the nature of the simulation or the grid? Um, uh, you know, I, I, for me, it's like. Like Max Segan once said, okay, so let's say the earth is flat. What are you going to do? Leave? You know, let's say the earth is round. What are you going to do? Leave? I, I I just don't think this is the the question of the hour for me. And I don't I don't mean to say it, it shouldn't be for others. For me, it's not the question of the hour. For me, it's like, okay, what can I ignite, ignite inside of myself? What capabilities are dormant? What faculties are dormant? Um, how can I become the best possible version of myself? and help others do the same in their lives. And I think then those questions will be answered very, very clearly. We'll have a level of maturity that will allow us to see it from the right perspective. So that's kind of where I come in with this. But I'm always curious to hear what others have discovered. And I don't dismiss anything at hand because of a dogmatic belief system. You know, um, a lot of things that are in the Bible are very, very accurate, right? A lot of things are symbolic. A lot of things are have a different nature. It's a very complex book. But you know, there's there's a lot to the dome. There's a lot to these things that I don't think we we understand scientifically because we haven't paid any scientific attention to it, if you will. So it's interesting. Mm. I think the bigger lacking thing with the scriptures is the allegory. Um, <clears throat> if you think from the perspective, it's a code that's um, a code that's been written then it takes it away from the physical, you know, trying to prove it's this or it's that. It's like, no, it's a bloody fascinating code. And I got some great, um, great books here that were recommended to me. They're really expensive, but um, really uh, changed my sort of, yeah, I just really fitted hand in glove with my spiritual journey, I guess is what you're trying to say. Um, no, I, I, I'm not trying to get at anything. I think it's a really, you know, I haven't been into outer space, but I've got two friends who've been around the planet 
and uh I just wonder the you know if this was a psyop what what kind of damage this is doing uh whether that's you know is that important to me do I live my life no I don't I I'm I'm literally mentioning it cuz I'm in a podcast with you <laughs> and uh I I know you must come across the same thing let me let me just say something because there's this world map behind you right but there are yeah. interesting things once you go into let's say less the shape of the earth or the sphere but just look at any regular world map it's it's completely disproportionate even in the you know and and, and the mainstream uh, has acknowledged this that for example the continent of africa has always been underrepresented made much smaller in the map that those nations who were powerful appear bigger on the map so see we have all these manipulations there that are known it is true that you can't circumvent circumvent uh, the, the earth north to south i mean you can only do it east to west and people you know there's there's there are these things all these flight paths then you go how come the world's nations are at odds and fighting with each other in crazy ways economically kinetically but when it comes to antarctica they all agree they're all you know they're all on the same page they have an agreement they have and, and they all play the same you know for the same team there so these are odd things why 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 are we not why are we not allowed to see satellite images from antarctica why can't we go there why can't an expedition go into the depths of antarctica and explore oh, you, this you 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 the, the honest answer you can i i went uh i didn't go to the interior i just got on a book myself on an expedition to go down there and it's very hard to you know kind of believe you're on an ice wall when you stood on rocks you know because it's a continent um it's very hard you say north to south well that's kind of like exactly what um my friend Serrano Fines did he 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 circumnavigated all the way around the planet it's all documented is this is kind of like from the seven was it 70s or 80s uh I think it was called the Transglobe expedition um um and yeah and I'm still not trying to get it you know if people want to think the the earth app absolutely that's that's your you know your 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 uh, prerogative, but yeah, it just it, it's made things quite interesting as podcast hosts. You could you you could say you know. Um, yeah. I, I would just encourage anyone just go down to Antarctica because half of these things you immediately, even if you don't go to the interior, which uh, what do I I know probably three three of my friends now. Two of my friends have been a. Crossed Antarctica. One of them's done it like twice and all the way around the planet. And uh, my other friend is now planning to to cross um, Antarctica and the and the ice caps. Um, people say you can't go down there. Yes, you can. There was a guy, a fellow serviceman of mine. I, I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he he just rocked up there in a yacht he put up his kite you know like one of these kites and he got his skis out and he just kite skied across the whole of uh of antarctica didn't apply for the permit you're supposed to apply for a permit he's just like no fuck that i'm, I'm just going you know who's going to stop you when you go down there is a vast continent i mean it's enormous i i can't compare it with say 
yeah, you know, my my geography is not good enough to compare it with with one. But you know, we, we we're talking probably somewhere comparable with uh, with America, certainly. Um, and I said to my friend when he was down, I said, like, well, you know, what about when you, you you need to go to the toilet? Is there some rule that you can't just like leave it there because it's going to be there for a thousand years he's like no chris it's huge like no one's ever going to come past this spot like ever ever again you know the only time the rules get tight is when you get into the um the the actual polar circle um you know within i don't know it's like let's just say 200 miles of the actual pole where there is a kind of lot of human traffic where they 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 sort of tighten things up but Again, John, like I say, I'm not trying to convince anyone. I just, I just would have thought more people would be interested in this kind of thing. That, that, um, you know, there are people that have been around the planet. If you, if you sit on a beach in, like I worked in Mozambique, you, you just watch the satellites tracking over every, oh God, every sort of t- six or seven minutes, you just see the 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 satellites tracking around. I mean, um. I don't know what people's explanations are are for them, but I just find it funny. And then the reason I really mention it is there's a couple of people out there that I really, really admire for the work they've done uh, in the sort of free freedom arena, if we're going to call it that enlightenment, you know, the, um, the whole Astro equinox, you know, timeline thing. And then I see they just get so passionate about this one issue. And I do appreciate that you shared this with me because I've I've had a hard time finding those firsthand accounts that I can kind of verify. Yeah, I mean, feel, actually... feel free to hit me up for a you know a, 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 a chat anytime. You know, not 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 on camera or whatever. And I'll just tell you what I I, I just I I think the world's being played. I think there's a lot of psyops out there. I think they take advantage Naturally. of. They take advantage of gullible people that haven't really been far from home. They they twist these narratives so that when you then say, for example, want to question the efficacy of certain medical procedures, then you just get tied in with being this mad, crazy tinfoil hat person. Um, and uh, as always, <laughs> I'm saying this for the people out there that that were looking to hear this or possibly needed to sort of hear this at their um you know at at, at their time in life but uh, i i found it a bit disappointing is what i'm is what i'm trying to say but, yeah you know that what what do they say belief is the enemy of knowing so you kind of you know the the more we believe the less we know and and i think once we once we differentiate between the two we realize how little we really know let's be honest here i mean you know, we, our senses perceive so little of what is out there. Uh, you know, we, we kind of dis or, or develop some technology that allows us to perceive more through that technology, which apparently I would say only mimics again, some capabilities that we used to have and might not currently have them or have them develop. If this is going to divide or, or, or keep people apart, then it's a divisions game. And that's really what this anyways is, right? Is mm. all these different belief systems and then groups that form around a belief system and that make it and turn it into a religion. It's a, a surefire way to keep us divided on issues that affect everybody, right? So, um, and again, I, I don't, 
I don't dismiss the the uh, the need that people have to ask questions and to question everything. I actually encourage that because we've been played on so much, right? And because our our even our language and our perception of our present is built on a false history, right? On a potentially extremely false history. So we we have more than enough reason to question these things. But I'm with you, you know, if 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 you arrive at a different um, temporary destination than I do, I hope we can still, uh, you know, have coffee and chat about it rather than get into a fist fight and, and never yeah, speak exactly. to you again. Exactly. And uh, there's also that possibility, isn't there, that, that one person's reality, might, it, it might be different from someone else's, you know. Well, you might be tuning in, you might be really tuning into a different dimension. And that's, that's a full on possibility, right? You might be seeing something because of your path that someone else doesn't see right now. And I've, I've seen too much to dismiss that. I mean, cats for crying out loud, my cat sees things I don't see. And these things are apparently real to her. So why would I dismiss someone else telling me that they see things I don't see? Uh, There's way too much out there for me to to be dismissive about that john listen um we're going to put all your links below the podcast but is there anything in particular you want to um give a shout out to anything you'd like to promote at the moment well first off thank you really for having us and uh, or for having me today you know and and this uh enlightened conversation and uh, we have you know because we're on the same platform that you are among others and we've experienced some of the same difficulties and and roadblocks that you have. We 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 built our own website slash platform where um, people can see the uncensored, unfiltered videos and interviews. So um, basically, if you want to keep up with us or or just have a look and and see what we're doing, go to theinspiredchannel.com. That's kind of the the, the one stop shop, and uh, you can take your journey from there. But um, this is this is what we build over the last months months and what kind of allows us to um be independent right we 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 built this platform with digital sovereignty in mind so from servers to the the website itself um we're not we're not hosted by any big tech platform it's kind of given us a little bit of a robustness in it all so that's the inspiredchannel.com and if you want to keep up with us there's a subscribe button and you just send us your email and we'll keep you in a loop. Brilliant. Brilliant. John, stay on the line just so I can thank you properly when I push the record button off, but um, massive thanks for joining us today. Keep doing what you're doing because it's, um, uh, you know, we're all going in the right direction, aren't we? And it's, uh, well, well m- more and more people are going in the right direction and, and they, they certainly need the guidance that, that you guys put out. Right back at you, brother. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. Oh, absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Friends at home, uh, much, much love to you all. Please, if you could like and subscribe, if if indeed you did like, um, look after yourselves. We'll see you next time. Cheers, cheers. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username... Chris Thrall. Instagram, Chris.Thrall. Thank you.